0: The Up and Down, welcome to The Up and Down with Daniel and Upenda. We bring together two friends who have something to say about everything and even more to do about nothing. Bonded over more than 15 years of career milestones, boyfriends, husbands, hairstyles, and even a pandemic, Upenda and I share an infectious joy for life that is only brightened by the colorful cast of friends, family, and characters we will introduce to you throughout this show. The Up and Down offers you a glimpse into our lives as upwardly mobile Gen Xers with a passion for all things downtown. During the day, we are professional social workers ready to serve our community and raise up justice. But at night, we are equally ready to celebrate our shared thirst for entertainment, culture, travel, food, and just about any damn thing else. (laughs) Sit back to learn love and laugh with two authentic souls who are dear friends committed in our adventures to leave the world safer and happier and shinier than it was when we came into it. This is the up and down. How you doing, you panda?
1: Hey, Daniel. That was an actually very, very good introduction of who we are.
0: That was really fun, right?
1: That was fun. How are you doing today?
0: I'm doing fantastic. I'm sitting across the table from one of my best friends in the world doing something that I love to do.
1: And what would that be? Talk. <laughs> I know. We, we do talk a lot. In, in fact, we woke up talking, right?
0: Absolutely.
1: What are you, what are you learning?
0: What am I learning in life?
1: No, like this morning you were excited to talk to me about what you're learning. Oh, you're talking about
0: my Spanish lessons. Yes, oh, let's talk about that Oh my goodness, quick. my Spanish lessons. I have learned a new app called Duolingo, and it is a free app, at least free uh, initially. And it is, gives you really fun, interactive ways to learn a foreign language. And I, they are not a sponsor of this show, but I absolutely recommend it to anybody out there trying to learn a foreign language.
1: You know what? I, I think I downloaded it this morning because you were so excited. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to learn a new language too. So it's going to be hard for me because I'm not as smart as you. You
0: are brilliant. What language okay, would you actually. Say that again. Say that you, again. You, my friend, my beautiful friend, are brilliant.
1: Oh my God. I can never get tired of hearing you tell me <laughs> that I'm brilliant. So,
0: what language would you learn if you were going to learn a new language?
1: I actually would learn French. I took French in high school really? for four years. And all I can say is, bonjour. (laughs) (laughs) And, comment allez-vous?
0: What about, voulez-vous coucher avec moi? (laughs)
1: C'est (laughs) soif.
0: So, why French? Why do you want to learn French?
1: You know, when I was in high school, I thought French was the most sexiest language. And so, I always had dreams of going to France. And I actually went to France a couple of years ago with a friend. And um, thank God he was a Frenchman, because uh, my four years of French did not come into play
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, at all. Well, we do have a friend also who is from France. Actually, we have a few friends um, who are from France. I have a dear friend, Christophe, who is also French-German, who would love to hear you speak French.
1: Yes. I'm going to learn it. So I downloaded the app, and we'll see how it goes in two weeks. All right. I'll come back with a full um, uh, statement. In French.
0: <laughs> all right, so we're gonna have to test each other as we go along with this this podcast. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Speaking Excellent. of education, yes, something we wanted to talk about today was the um, the current situation with all of these kids graduating from high school and college, but not being able to actually have. Um, ceremonies. Yeah,
1: commencement ceremony. In fact, this past weekend was the largest weekend for graduations for 2020 graduates. And so as a result of this being the largest weekend with most of the high schools um, performing or was going to perform um, their commencement um, ceremonies, um, President Obama actually spoke as one of the um, speakers yes. for the 2020 commencement graduation, which was uh, broadcast um, this past weekend, and and so I graduated like 10 years ago. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, 20 years ago, if I'm 28, yeah, 20 years ago. 20,
0: when you were uh, when you were eight, gotcha. We, yeah, but you, you were a genius child.
1: I, I actually was, but honestly, you know, it, with with. President Obama speaking at this year's commencement, it made me think about when I graduated. Um, Specifically, you know, the time, which was in 1990. Yes, I said, I look good. I don't give a damn what anybody is thinking. I look good to be 28 right now.
0: Own it, love it, celebrate it.
1: But seriously, Daniel, I thought about when we graduated or when I graduated and, and what was going on. During my time when I graduated, and nowhere near what 2020 graduates are going through right now.
0: Yeah, talk about that.
1: You know, they are experiencing a pandemic. Yeah. They don't get to walk across the stage. They don't get to have those parties. I mean, I know you went to those parties when,
0: when you graduated. I absolutely did. I absolutely had. I went to a, uh, a private school in, in uh, California, the Chadwick School, uh, which holds a near dearest place in my heart. Um, and when we graduated from college, we had a hell of a party. Um, I could definitely share some stories about that.
1: And and then prom. I mean, we have been going through this pandemic um, for a, about I would. We're going to probably in our 90th day of of, of this. And mm-hmm. so, when we started, there was hope that maybe by this time we would have seen a more opening of, of of our country. But no, because of how serious this is. But to be a young person and really. I can't imagine being a young person and not experiencing these milestones, these things that we think about. Like I went to prom with my best guy friend. Okay. We had always agreed to go to prom together. I didn't have a boyfriend. He didn't have a girlfriend. We we were best friends. It was not anything sexual. Like I I don't even remember kissing. His name was actually Calvin. <laughs> Oh, See, really? Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. That's a whole different story. <laughs> um, but I went to prom with him, and then after prom, he and I just kind of like hung out and hung out with his older sister. So, you
0: what know? do you think of that as a as a memorable, life affirming experience in your life? Absolutely. Because it sounds pretty boring the way you no, just described no, it. No, it was
1: fun. I, the reason, I, no, no, no. Seriously, it was fun. But it's, when we talk about milestone, I can remember going to prom with my best guy friend. Mm-hmm. And I can remember having a good time and going back after the end of the night, hanging out with his sister. They don't have, they won't have that memory of going to prom for whatever it was, good or bad for them. Mm-hmm. You know, we have memories of these milestones, good or bad.
0: Yes. Can you remember when you were in school and how important you thought high school year was especially that senior year when you realized that you weren't going to see these individuals um maybe again actually i thought i would see them and it turns out that many of them i haven't seen until recently i've reconnected with um, some high school friends but do you remember how important high school was
1: so i i kind of was in and out of high school
0: interesting because
1: i actually was part of what you call diversified cooperative training so i only spent a couple of hours in high school and then i actually went to a job
0: tell it girl all right so talk about being muy inteligente yes i'm throwing some spanish at y'all
1: yes so you know starting in my junior year i wasn't at my high school quite i like really the people that I kind of grounded towards were more college students, okay. because I was connecting with them through my work experience. And so, um, I, when I left high school, it, I had left pretty much high school in junior year.
0: Interesting. So I went to this private school, which really um, plucked me out of the inner city. I say the inner city. I don't know how my family would um, feel about that. But we grew up and we I've talked about this in one of our other episodes we Mm -hmm. I grew up poor and it definitely was an opportunity for me to see a different way of life going to the Chadwick School, and I remember high school being so important to me. I was that kid who loved to go to school every single day, and I bawled on the last day of high school. I bawled because I knew that there was a chapter that was ending in my life.
1: Yeah. I do remember going to, um, you know, graduation parties, taking my yearbook, and the people that I connected with um, definitely having them sign my book. Um, and so that was an experience. I mean, just think about, again, these milestones. Mm. These young people will not have the milestone of, of doing the yearbook signing party.
0: Yeah, and I don't even know what my yearbook is today.
1: I think my yearbook is at my mom's house somewhere in uh, some stuff, but um, think about it. I mean... You have that experience. I have that experience of these milestones that when you think about 2020 for these young people,
0: yeah.
1: it's challenging, but.
0: So you, uh, let, 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 real talk, do you, do you see this as some, it is sad. It's a very sad moment. And I have friends who have kids who are graduating from high school or college who are very, very emotional about mm-hmm. them not having this experience. Do you? And actually, I, I think Obama refers to this in his speech. With may, maybe in the next segment, we can actually talk about the actual Obama talk. We can talk a little bit about what he had to say. But um, but if when you think about the experience that they are missing, do you truly think 20 years from now it's going to have an impact in their life?
1: No, I don't. I think that, you know, we are very resilient, meaning human beings. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, much in Obama's uh, address to the 2020 graduates was basically that, you know, don't let this impact you. You still are wonderful. You're still amazing. You still actually have the ability to change the world for what you want it to be. That's what I took away from the speech. Mm -hmm. So I think that Um, definitely, if nothing else, the impact will be that they need to really make the most of their life now. Okay. Because before, you know, it was a given. Everything was a given. Everything is not a given. That's another thing I got from the speech. Absolutely. But because it's not a given, this is now a great opportunity. You know, when I was going to school um, and my graduation, it was true what, what he said. I remember sitting at my commencement... And I couldn't think about anything other than I cannot wait for the barbecue that my family's thrown for me. <laughs> Just hurry up. Like, I wasn't listening to anybody up on stage. So he I mean, I th- i thought about that when he said that. I was like, so true. It's right. so true. You're not listening to what this person's saying. You really are thinking about everything but what the speaker is saying.
0: Yeah, I, I have my own sort of thoughts about the nostalgia of what it is to graduate and to to um, to move forward in our lives. And I think when, uh, specifically the parents, I've, I've heard some really emotional um, outpours from uh, parents whose kids aren't having this experience. I think what we most respond to is our own emotional memories of what it means to be young. I think that we all wish that we could have that vibrancy and that youth. But the truth of the matter is we form memories, regardless of what the experience is, we form memories that are relevant, that are emotional. And I actually believe that these kids are gonna have a memory of something that we won't ever be able to understand. The memory of what it meant to be a graduating senior in the time of a pandemic where you didn't have a traditional uh, graduation, but you actually had the president of the United States taking his time to actually speak to you, which I think is a pretty damn cool memory.
1: And and, and just, you know me about clarity, uh, the former president, not the current president, that Correct. gave the commencement. Is is okay. Isn't just, it
0: interesting we still call him our president? Isn't it interesting? Obama. We're talking about Obama.
1: Yes. But I, that's why I wanted to be this, you know, be very clear about the clarity about, you said president. No, he, the former president of the United States gave this past weekend, 2020, commencement address. Absolutely. Um, and, and you're right. We're still calling him our president. And we do have a current president. And maybe he will give a speech somewhere. I don't know. But maybe. Yeah.
0: I don't even feel the need to refer to him, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: truly don't feel the need to refer to him. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Moving on. But here's... Let me just bring this up. I know we have a couple of minutes before we need to go to break. Okay. But, you know, since we're talking about the speech, the, there were three points that... Um, President Obama gave to the graduates. Okay. Number one was, don't be afraid. We'll talk about that.
0: Don't we, be, be afraid. afraid. Yes. And
1: do what you think is right Okay. and build a community. But I want to talk more about that. When you graduated, what were you afraid of? And what do you thought was right when you graduated? And Ooh. how did you build your community? Can we
0: talk about that in the next segment? Because that's, that's a, that's a whole, next, oh my uh, goodness, yes, that's, I have a lot of stuff I can add to that.
1: You know, but I thought that was, I thought that was very um, good, good feedback to give to these graduates because it is a time to be afraid.
0: Absolutely. It's a time where, well, a time where we feel that we are afraid, but it's a really wonderful time for an adult that we admire to remind us not to be afraid.
1: Yes, yes. I think, too, when he talked about, you know, um, build a community. You know, yes. how, how do you build a community in a
0: pandemic? Absolutely, what a great question. You know, I think we're getting ready for a, a break. We're gonna take a break and we'll come back and we'll talk about that. But I just wanna say, Upenda, this feels right. I know, I always feel good. No, I mean, (laughs) honestly, sitting across the table with one of my best friends in the world, talking about things that are fun and important to me. And I want to thank you very much for providing me this opportunity. I know we're not done with today, but I just wanted to throw some love across the table at you.
1: Oh my goodness. I actually am trying to receive it, but it's so f- it's so large, the love that he's throwing. I literally have to get up and just try to tackle this love. Oh, yeah, you got it. Right right back at you, buddy. <laughs> this, this has been fun and it, it does feel good. And I, I appreciate you saying yes. Yes. Like yes to the dress, but yes to me.
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we'll come back and we'll talk a, a little bit about uh, the Obama speech and some of our own reactions and fear. What are you afraid of? Today, what were you afraid of? yesterday
1: i'm afraid of what your hair may look like <laughs> in
0: a couple of weeks all right we'll be back thank you <laughs> And we are back for our second installment of our talk today about the Obama.
1: I would say the second part of our conversation, not installment. This is me being um, just correcting my brother over there.
0: Absolutely. For those who don't know us very well listening to this, what you might not know is Upenda used to be my boss.
1: <laughs> kind of still am, but I'm just going to keep that on the down low. You're
0: not the boss of me. I am. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. Upenda's always giving me a little bit of edge and a little bit of corrections, and I love you for it, Upenda.
1: Um, I love you, too. That's why I provide them.
0: So, so what were we talking about uh, before we took so, broke yes. for the first before session? Before
1: we broke, I talked about the three suggestions or the three things that um, President Obama gave the 2020 graduates in his commencement speech to them. And he said, don't be afraid. Mm-hmm. Do what you think is right and build the community. And so my question to you, Daniel, is when you graduated in 1991.
0: Yes, I'm so surprised that you know that, but I guess it's because you know that I'm a year younger than you.
1: Okay, and moving (laughs) on. um, So, (laughs) you know, where were you afraid of? What
0: was I afraid of? I mean, the moment you said that, there was something that jumped out to me and, And it actually responds to community as well. But when I was at that age, what was I? I was 17, 18 years old. I knew that I was probably gay. (laughs) Um, And I knew that I needed to understand that more. And in fact, I chose a school that was intentionally 3,000 miles away from home because I knew whatever was going to happen at college was going to include the journey of me understanding the confusion of my sexual identity. And so there was a huge fear. Like, for, I think kids nowadays, that might be uh, a, a time to be excited. But for me, there was fear of what that was going to look like and who I could share that with. Um, and that jumped out at, to me right away. And I I would love to be able to go back to that young boy, that young 18, 17-year-old boy, and say, don't be afraid, don't be afraid. Be excited about the opportunity to travel across the country, meet, Boys and girls from all around the world. The school I went to had people from all around the world who not only could teach you about things, but who could show you the excitement of what life had to offer. And I did have a sexual awakening that happened um, through my time in college, but it didn't happen freshman year. It happened throughout my experience. But oh my God, when I think back to what it felt like to be leaving high school and venturing off into that world that fear of my sexual identity ah oh, it, it still um, it makes me sad but also excited today when I think about it that's
1: wow that's that that's actually very deep um, and as you're talking I can actually feel you going back you yeah. can you can you can feel how that really was what you were feeling just in how you were conveying that. And as I think back to when I graduated, I graduated when I was 17. I actually graduated early, but I ended up walking with my class. I graduated in 1989. Oh, wow. But because I, being who I was at that time, um, I decided to walk with my class in 1990. And honestly, I wasn't afraid of anything when I think back. Really? I wasn't, a, because I had already started that life of being an adult. I left school junior year and was working and started community college in 89. Mm-hmm. So I was already walking the walk of a young adult. So I didn't have any fears. I think I was fearless. Interesting. So where, where were you living at the time? Were you? In Tallahassee. In Tallahassee. Okay. I was in Tallahassee so I didn't I didn't have um great fears it's just I maybe because I was in Tallahassee I grew up in Tallahassee I surrounded myself around my friends and family that I knew so that was a safety for me um but I didn't I was fearless I mean I started working very early on I signed up for the DCT program what's the
0: dct program Um,
1: the diversified cooperative training program which basically you go to take your basic classes in high school and then you go work okay so i started working pretty early um in in fact i started working legitimately in high school but i my first job was when i was 14 years old i was um shining shoes at the tallahassee (laughs) regional airport That's a whole different conversation. You were
0: shining shoes. I can
1: shine the shit out of your shoes, okay? Just know that.
0: Okay? I know how to shine a shoe. Trust, I am dropping off a pair of shoes next time I come to your house.
1: Okay, you got it. (laughs) But going back to to the whole point of uh, President Obama's speech about don't be afraid, I actually wasn't. I think because of how I was already operating in the world at 17 and then Already starting college, already working. I, I always remember college, me working. I worked throughout college. Mm. Um, so, you know, I wasn't afraid. I was fearless. I think I'm more afraid now than I was when I was younger.
0: Isn't that interesting? I And I think if there are any young people listening to us, which, why would a young person be listening to because two we're Gen cool. Xers? Like, yeah, because we're cool. <laughs> but if there was a young person listening to us, I think one of life's beautiful lessons mm-hmm. is you actually... Get more cautious as you get older. Yes, I always thought that I would get more confident and I'd get more self-assured. But as I get older, I realize there's even more that I don't know. And I realize there's more that I want to be good at.
1: Yes. Yes, that is so true. It's like there are things now being more cautious is like, oh, my God, if only I was younger and didn't have that that fear, because I do remember being fearless and I was always doing things just because I could. And I can not do them now, but now it's like, okay, if I do this, da 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 I never had the da-da-da-da-da that go along with it. Um, the other thing that Obama, you know, shared with the 2020 graduates is do what, what you think is right. And he kind of put some context around that with regards to grounding yourself in values like honesty, integrity, hard work, mm-hmm. um, as you decide to do what you think is right. Um, and when I think back to when I was 17 years old, I tried to do things that I thought was right.
0: Okay.
1: I did, you know, um. Were you a good kid? I was a good kid, but I was a very, um, secretive kid.
0: (laughs) Should I ask what you were secretive about? Okay, so
1: you asked the question, was I a good kid? I was a good kid.
0: Let's leave it at that for now. You were a good kid.
1: I was a good kid that had secrets.
0: Amen. I oh trust. I had big, big secrets. And maybe someday I'll talk about Red Truck, but I don't think <laughs> that I'll talk about Red Truck on this podcast.
1: Yeah, I I mean, so I did yeah, I was a good kid, but I had secrets. Um I always prided myself on on trying to do the right thing. And as I was going through the evolution of college, I did a lot of things wrong. Thank God they yeah. were in college. Yes. Um, but I tr- always tried to do the right thing. What about you?
0: Uh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I never have done the right thing. I still am not doing the right thing. I, my entire life has been um, a, being a good kid. I still am a good man. Um, who was constantly making mistakes, often um, related to my own sexuality and my own um, identity, uh, but also uh, often attributed to my own insecurities, mm-hmm. which is interesting when you are um, one of the first people in your family to go to college, yes. and you're one of the first people to be labeled a success in your family, and yet I am riddled with insecurities and riddled with regret um, throughout my life. And I, I say that, and actually as the words come out of my mouth I think you know what I don't think that I have so much regrets as just I, I was, I've was. i been learning life lessons every step of the way
1: you know I think in order to be a life learner you must be willing to learn life lessons like literally like if you're going to be in this world you should wake up every day trying to learn something yeah so or give I, can... back or give back as it relates to that absolutely so you were about to say something. I yeah, see it. See, that, that's the beauty. It. Yeah, I can say, you want to say something. What do you want to say? I, I was wondering
0: if I could switch gears just yes, ever yes, so slightly yes, and just say, you know, it. I just wondered, ultimately, we talked about the Obama um, speech. Just what was your takeaway of that? Did you think it was a success? Did you think it was a powerful speech? What did you think of the Obama speech?
1: I... My opinion about that speech was there were moments in which I was very hopeful. Like okay. he, he, ra- he raised my hope again. And that's something that he's always been able to do is how he conveyed cer- certain words and certain um, ideals. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was a very idealistic speech um, full of hope. Um, I thought it was, 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 um, It was good. I thought that his cadence, I thought that his tone, I thought that his containment. Mm. And when I say containment, I mean, he could have really gone certain places. But his way to contain really challenging issues that we're facing, the way he contained it.
0: Are you saying he was disciplined in the way he was able to read the current president?
1: I don't, me personally, it wasn't about the current president.
0: Yes. I, okay.
1: Even though people will take it for what it what it was, and they was. have right. Yes. I mean, they
0: have definitely in the media. Everybody's talking about how he's was downing the current administration. No, no, no,
1: no. I, it's actually bigger than the president. Okay. It's like when when I sat there and, it, and you and I watched it together. And yes, you heard me, you know, like yes.
0: Oh, she was like a woman in church. She's like mm, yeah, yes, praise Jesus. Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: Because it was not in when I listened to him and watched him. It was not about the current president. It was about the current state of affairs in this country as a country, as a collective. The the president that we have now is one person. Yes. But what's happening is a community of people. So how do we, I saw it really for the community of people, the collective, because you can't achieve without working together.
0: Yes, and, you know, I walked away with the same feeling of how amazing that we were able to get the likes of Obama and mm-hmm. Michelle and Oprah, um, and those are just three that just kind of jump out at me. Um, who? But there were so many notable individuals who took their time to address the um, current graduating classes, both high school and college, and offering their love and their support and their guidance to that. And I I did think that that was beautiful. I I thought that um, similar to, we we talked about the uh, Ahmad Avery situation, and I thought also while I was listening to that, I thought no wonder we as a country responded so quickly to the atrocities of what we um understood in that situation, right? That we had um a young black man who was killed unnecessarily, ridiculously, just horrifically, um whether justified or not, I'm not even talking about that. The fact that he was he was killed for while jogging, while jogging down the street. And what um occurred to me as watching Obama is we are at a different place in this country where we have all been forced to pause and to reflect and to give back to community. And it is something that that other man that I don't really like to talk about, right? Because I don't like to talk about nasty. He ain't got something nice to say, don't say nothing at all. So if I don't have anything nice to say about the other gentleman in charge, I don't need to talk about him. But as I watched Obama, I realized we have come together as a country and I I think it was beautiful. I, I what I what one thing I, I had a little bit of criticism in that it felt a little bit at one point kind of like a campaign speech. I felt like he was kind of pitching up a little bit of of you know and, and that of, of Biden and and the other things going on in this country. And so I was just I, I kind of wish that it had just stayed directed just at the graduating class and the advice like don't be don't be worried and don't be scared. Um, I, I think that if we had, he had just stuck to that, it would have been even more powerful for me versus making it about this sort of global state of where we are as a country. It's the only part that I that not that it didn't ring true, because I believe everything that he said, but I just wish that we had um, I wish that he had uh, waited for us um, in order to. Uh, yeah. Get that through.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, thank you for your feedback. I appreciate it's not that feedback.
0: It's just my opinion. I know we're coming up to an end, but we might go a little bit longer. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. But, you know, it's well, thank you for your opinion on it. I think, you know, we both watched it. And um, again, I, I sat there. And I was very hopeful. I'm like, this is what is needed in this country It's someone to bring it to a point of collective because we're in this together
0: absolutely so i think we're coming up on another end and then we're gonna come back for our last um, segment of this conversation and is there anything else you want to throw out there before we break no, away
1: this is, this is fun this
0: is fun i can't believe that we get to do this for free yes <laughs> all right welcome to our next break
1: so we are back with the up and down so daniel
0: yes
1: what's been your up so far on this particular day
0: (laughs) what was my up today and he
1: just did his if you all could see him just now (laughs) he literally just like (laughs) no yeah. All right,
0: so I'm gonna go ahead and be real talk yes, real and talk, talk about what happened in between our breaks. <laughs> is that we were literally talking about? Well, let's just, let's let's go over what we talked about. What are we gonna talk about? And um, neither you, Penda, nor I are very structured people, but we were trying to. No, I was trying to understand where we were going to the next one. And you, Penda, what did you say?
1: i'm having some feelings right now about this i'm having some angst
0: and you said that you don't want to be so structured she right. says so i'm just gonna go with it and then the very first thing she does is we start live and she throws a question to me that i wasn't ready to respond See? to that was
1: perfect <laughs> want you to be your natural self all right, That's, well. see, see how great that was see we get him to have that beautiful wonderful hearty laugh of his but you should have seen him. he's like if you all could have seen him he could have crossed the table on me just now <laughs> this is what i enjoy about being oh, with him is that <laughs> He truly 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 is just some days he want to kills me and some days he want to love me up. But seriously, if you all could have seen it, it was, <laughs> it was priceless.
0: So go back to your question. What was your question so again? I feel my, like I miss America up on the stage. Oh, yeah. we could talk about Miss America oh, and did, Miss USA. Actually, we actually could yeah. talk about it. But go ahead and ask your question.
1: What has been your up so far in doing this particular podcast?
0: Um, you know what? I, I actually think, first of all, we've been trying different formats, right. Yes. so we've we've tried um, with the cameras in front of us with more microphones and cameras. And then today we're actually doing a legitimate podcast. And today, I actually told you Penda, it feels like I have found my calling. I literally we have our little microphones and we have our headphones on and we are sitting across a table and we're looking at each other. And the truth of the matter is I can talk to you about just about anything. So, yeah, my big up today is being true to our authentic selves. And also hearing that voice inside of you when you realize that you're doing something that is true to you. So literally right now, I feel like I am exactly where God, Mohammed, Buddha or whoever the heck it is that you look up to tells you you are in the right place. I feel like that person speaking to me today.
1: Wow, those, those are a lot of people speaking to you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I got
0: lots of people in my head talking to me.
1: <laughs> so you have a lot of people. Yeah, that's that's one way of looking at it. Absolutely. How about you, you
0: Penda? What's been your up today?
1: You know, my up today, I have to say, was uh, watching the commencement address so mm. far. It just, it, because it took me back to, it, it, it put me back in the feeling of hope when our former president was running and everybody rallied around the idea of hope that yes we can so it it that was the 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 up for me is to be back in those feelings and so those feelings are very much needed today and that's why that was my up i hope to get another up later but we'll see
0: You know what's interesting, Upenda, is that we talk about the the four things that we want to talk about, culture. We keep, you know, we mm. go down the list, right? Yes. One thing that's not on our list are relationships. Isn't relationship considered social justice? <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: every damn thing else.
0: Every damn thing. Right. But but relationships are something that you, and I'm not asking us to go into this today, but relationships are something that we have basically made a friendship over you have walked me through some of the brightest most exciting most loving and some of the darkest and saddest and scary relationship scenarios in my life
1: wow i'm the relationship whisperer
0: you are <laughs> actually you know what actually all uh, joking aside yes. you are the relationship whisperer and you know that there have been times in my life where you have been my rock and you yes. have been able to provide me honest feedback Constructive feedback yes. and also love and support in times when I've needed it.
1: Yes. And you have been the same as well. Um, but I am, for those of you that are listening, if you ever need someone to be the whisperer of your relationship, um, it's 1 800. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, seriously. I, you know, as we have grown together through these 15 years, we definitely have seen each other through good and bad relationships. Um, And I think that in order for us to truly, truly be accepting, you know, it's truly always bearing who we are. You Mm. know, the beauty about us, I can totally be myself with you. Yes. And there's no judgment.
0: Absolutely. Now,
1: I may bitch and moan at you every day. But no judgment because I love you just the way you are. And I want I love people. You
0: just the way you are. are.
1: And I want people to love you for who you are. Like, I am your biggest advocate. Like, I would be also the best wingman for you. Like, when it, we're out and I'll be like, well, I. True story. Okay. <laughs> we didn't say we we're gonna go here. Today. No, no, no,
0: but that's the beauty of this opportunity for us to just be raw and real. Go yeah, for it. Yeah,
1: so, you know. Daniel and I will never fight over uh, liking the same type of guy. <laughs> <laughs> and there are this this one guy that I absolutely adore. I, I know it's going to be Daniel's husband, but there's issues there. But I'm I'm oftentimes trying to find the best mate for Daniel. I really am. I look for, oh, this guy would be great because... You know, Daniel doesn't always pick the best mate for himself.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> well, let me put it like this. Let me rephrase that. Daniel is the optimist. He is like if if he's love, Daniel is nothing but love. When you meet him, he's love. He goes out with love. He seeks love, and I've always told him, "Be who you want to be in the relationship." Don't I always tell you that? You
0: do actually. That is something that that's a mantra that has um, helped me through many of life decisions and and, and um, yeah, moments in relationships.
1: Yeah. So you know, I I always want him to to make sure he finds the best person for himself. I'm always advocating that for you. You are,
0: you're a wonderful advocate. Absolutely. Yes. I can't believe. (laughs) This is going to be an interesting ride, Upenda, for us to actually put our friendship down on the table and to really let the world see the ins and outs of what Daniel Gibson and Upenda Shabazz friendship, life, loves, passions are.
1: Absolutely. But people who have come across us Whether it's been through, you know, meeting us through work or meeting us through social or just happenstance. You know, they always say, oh, my God, your energy is so great together. You all are so amazing together. And we're like, we're just being ourselves. We're just
0: being ourselves. So let me ask you this question. Um, What do you think of uh, the way that some people might perceive how and why we're doing this. Do you sometimes, uh, are you sometimes afraid that people see this as an ego project and that people think that we think we're so important, are so, so interesting that people are going to want to listen to us? Uh,
1: you know, that's a really good question, Daniel. I think the people who don't know us have a very superficial idea of us mm. may believe that.
0: And I think some people who even know us maybe misunderstand our intention behind they doing don't this. No,
1: no, no, but then they don't know us. Okay,
0: I, right. I'm
1: gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna challenge you on that last statement. All right, I'll,
0: I'll receive that.
1: Yes, because I think people who truly know us, who know us, who's been around us. At times, they're like, oh, my God, y'all are hilarious. And it's not because it's just how we are together.
0: Absolutely. But our reason for doing this isn't because we think that what we have to say is so important.
1: No, No. So I offer this for anybody that's listening. I think the beauty about all of this, just in general, is that. If you want to do a podcast, you can do a podcast.
0: Amen.
1: Like, like this is, we don't have the monopoly on this. This is not something that from the perspective of we're doing this as a vanity project. We're just doing this because first of all, we thought this would be a great opportunity. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Yes. You know, the things that happens during pandemics or times of crisis in our history is the creatives come out of the woodwork. Yes, so this is a time for both of us. You're creative. You're very talented, talented, talented. I'm creative. I just don't know yet what my creativity is. Oh, <laughs>
0: stop it. You are, you have been an inspiration. And I'm just saying that because you are sitting across the table with me with a knife next to you. Um, <laughs> but no, you have been an inspiration to me as well. And I, I you know, one thing that is come clear to me as we're sitting here talking about this is I have put out into the universe for the past couple years that I wanted to get back to that creative gene in my body. I am an actor. I like to say I am an actor. I have not worked professionally as an actor for the last five years, perhaps, but I am an actor and I wanted to find a way to allow my creative and artistic voice to be heard again. And when um, our, our our mutual friend, Greg, actually came to us and said, hey, you know, I think that you guys maybe should try this. You should try having your own show. Um, I was excited and intimidated. But, you know, this is our, what is this, our third episode now? Yes today I have relaxed into it and I realize it's because I put I put something out into the universe and I'm just so grateful that I did that that I took that 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 gamble and that challenge with myself and I am beyond grateful to be next to my best friend doing this
1: yes 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 and I just want to raise up something you brought up too I think you know the 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 point of also moving forward with this was because someone who is our producer, Greg, actually said, you all really should do this. And and for someone to have, people have been telling us for many, many years to do this, but for someone to say, not only do it, but then offer up his expertise to help us to do it. Because, you know, in all seriousness, I, I think those people who really, really know us will be very supportive, those who know, know us superficially. They may be drinking some of the haterate, but I offer this again. We don't have the monopoly on this. No. We are not trying to be better than anybody. We are just being ourselves and sharing ourselves. I mean, that, that to me is the most important thing. You know, We're sharing who we are. Um, we all have stories. Everybody has a story to tell. We're just happening telling ours right now live. You know? Absolutely.
0: And one of the things we're going to start to incorporate into the show when it feels right, our guests. Guests. Right? Whether they're call-in guests or actually live guests sitting in front of us. Um, but we look forward to that opportunity as well to bring in new voices, some of our friends, some of our, our, our colleagues yeah. who really have inspired us.
1: Inspired us. And, and going back to um, having our cast of characters because trust me, we didn't get this way by ourselves oh
0: no 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 there's many people responsible for what you guys are hearing and seeing right now
1: absolutely absolutely <laughs> but it, it has been fun today um and and totally you know different from our previous tapings because you know we we're so worried about everything else around us and yes. now it's just us looking at each other you're a little nappy headed i got a scarf on. <laughs> mm,
0: you look like aunt jemima seriously oh well i gotta be nappy headed but you can't be aunt jemima. did i say
1: nappy you did say nappy headed okay, i take that back nappy nappy headed <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm kidding oh you Penda. this has been a wonderful wonderful um segment episode whatever the heck we're calling this <laughs> i love you You love me. Okay. Oh
1: my god. I think he's expecting me to say it back. She loves me. I absolutely adore you. Oh te adoro también. Okay. That's right. We got that Spanish.
0: Hey guys. Wanna thank you very much for tuning in to the up and down show
1: with upendo
0: and hey, daniel uh, daniel
1: and upendo oh,
0: she got to get her name in there first that's all right i love you upendo i love you more all right thank you guys as you rupaul and michelle say bye oh can we're I not, not doing can that We i not use no, that oh, not do- man. We, we no, our i'm own. sorry rupaul i'm sorry michelle i love you guys if you guys no. want to be a guest on our show we would love to have you no bye
1: no no, no we're not doing that
0: That was... Yubanda, we're still live, don't talk.